hi editing millie here so as a little disclaimer we just wanted to let you know that bell had a bit of a technical issue that we didn't notice until the editing process so the audio sounds kind of rough in places and that's why um so yeah this was just to let you know in advance enjoy the episode Hello and welcome back to Cape Opinions and welcome to 2023. Thank you for joining us again in the new year. I'm Belle and I'm Millie and today we're going to be discussing the releases from December. We'll be discussing 80s, RM, Super Junior, N-Team, Wavy, Xinhua and many other people. Well, not many other people. That's <laughs> a few other people. <laughs> a few other groups and people. <laughs> It's gonna be a short episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Cape Opinions Podcast. So not many groups to discuss this month. No, it's going to no. be the shortest episode yet, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, December was not the greatest month. No, I I go as far to say that it was the worst month of the year. Yes, yeah, I would, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's not to say there weren't a very few gyms in December too, but very few. And it was all in all the worst month. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's to be expected because Christmas songs and I suppose that K-pop companies know that people have other things to do in December and so we yeah. are not going <laughs> to care as much if the music yeah, isn't they're as they're not going to stream as much and stuff, so it's not yeah. really worth it probably to put out a full comeback. Yeah. yeah. Also, I guess since there are a few music shows and like special Christmas shows yeah, and everything. Yeah, true. End of year shows. Yeah, so like even within K-pop, you're also focused on other things. So true, and they are too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, I, yeah, it makes sense that there would be less comebacks overall and less um, meticulously prepared comebacks <laughs> yes. than usual. Like l less efforts in general. Yeah, um, but it's still disappointing when you have to review and recap the month. Yeah. <laughs> um, how was your start into the new year? Um, in K-pop or in general? Oh, in general. Kind of weird. <laughs> I think I always kind of get like this, but on the 31st and then on the 1st, I'm like, woo, celebrate. <laughs> and then <laughs> as soon as we get to the second, it's like, oh. Oh, it's over. Oh, this is life <laughs> so, again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was very, very relaxing and chill. Mm. We just had raclette uh, with mm -hmm. my family, and then we watched the new Knives Out movie, uh, Glass oh. Onion. Is it good? And it, yeah, I liked the first one better, but mm. that's one of my favorite movies ever, so it mm. would be really hard to top it. I think it's still a very good movie. The mystery is really nice. The Everything is really nice. I just liked the first one better. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was a nice night. And then I was sad. Well, on the first day, it was it was a celebration. It was fun. And then on the second, I was like, oh, life again. Yeah. Um, 
What about you? Well, actually, <laughs> mine not great either. <laughs> mine was something. <laughs> so it was weird. Um, <laughs> not in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was I was going to watch the SM Town concert on January 1st at 4 a.m., which by now has become a tradition, kind of. Mm. So I went to bed at 1 a.m. hoping to get at least three hours of sleep before the concert starts. But then I couldn't fall asleep and I was just lying mm -hmm. awake. And then since one of my cats was asleep on my legs and snoring and making little sounds <laughs> and I was really sleep deprived at 2 a.m., <laughs> I did what pet owners do sometimes, and I started crying, thinking about the fact that one day my cats will die. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is a great start into the year. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then I still couldn't sleep, and then it was 4 a.m., I had not slept a wink. I had puffy mm. eyes from crying. But I was like, okay, this is going to be a fun SM concert. But then, <laughs> then it turns out that the actual concert didn't start until 5.15. And mm. the first hour was a forum on sustainability held by SM Entertainment. What? <laughs> That's so random. I know. I guess you could have known that beforehand if you looked at the concert information more closely but i didn't and my friend also <laughs> didn't so we texted each other at 4am like what the fuck is this <laughs> so before the concert started we had to watch a full hour of well first it was a speech by isuman and then by some lady from stanford university and then it just turned into an actual forum where suho isuman and some korean professor were discussing sustainability <laughs> and what? What, what sm is trying to do to be more sustainable and stuff oh i'm sure they're <laughs> the most sustainable company ever yeah i mean i i appreciate the thought but i was i guess they're like I didn't actively watch it, to be honest. <laughs> mm -hmm. But they're talking about how they're planting a lot of trees and they're like trying to print albums on like recycled paper and stuff. Um, mm. Which I guess, I, yeah, that's great. But I was sleep deprived and I just wanted to see some idols performing. Yeah. <laughs> I did not care at all. Um, and I didn't actively watch it. I was just scrolling on my phone trying to stay awake. But every time I looked at the screen... I was like, what? At one point, I look at the screen and the professor said, I think K-pop can do what religion failed to do. What? <laughs> and I was like, is this a fever dream? <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. They took themselves very seriously. <laughs> yeah. And then when it finally ended and the concert began, I was already so close to falling asleep. And I made it till around 8.30, though. But, you know, the concert is like five hours long. So mm. <laughs> the first half that I was awake for, there were only a few hits performed and mostly songs from their latest SM Town Winter album, which aren't that great. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And most of the classics and hits I missed because by then I was fast asleep. <laughs> yeah. I woke up a few times just for a few seconds, like, oh, it's Red Velvet. And then I fell asleep again. <laughs> I do remember, though, at one point I woke up and I heard this super weird sound and I was like, "It, what is this? It sounded like someone was squeezing an empty shampoo bottle. You know, mm -hmm. that squeezy, breezy yeah. sound that, yeah, it turns out it was the flute from Sticker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. 
So <laughs> that tells you everything. Oh, no, yeah. actually, I was going to say something mean, but I like <laughs> So, yeah, um, first I cried about the future where my cat will die. Then I watched a forum on sustainability and then I missed half the SM concert. And later in the day, I got a migraine yeah. and then... Yesterday I got another migraine, <laughs> and so then that you was got my start. another migraine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was my start into the year. So it can only go up from here. <laughs> you know what? That's probably the best way to take it. That's actually the only way to take it. Just yeah, that's you know. a good part about starting your year at rock bottom. <laughs> it can only yeah, go up. <laughs> exactly. That's the, the best attitude to have. So yes. you go, Glen Coco. <laughs> I guess I'm not at rock bottom, but it can also only but get a little bit third. better. <laughs> yeah, you know, like in in that area, not at the, not the best, but that's fine. It's okay, especially because recording always puts me in a good mood. So yes, me too. It's the the perfect cure. <laughs> the cure. Yeah, which was a song that was released in December. <laughs> in December? Yeah. Really? But who? Yeah. SM Town. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's why I don't remember. <laughs> More later. Well, actually, uh, no, 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 we're, we're not, not talking. We, we're not even talking. Well, that's that's all you're getting, people. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah, that's it. Well, I guess maybe we should turn to our first song, which also yes. happens to be one of the only songs that are truly worth <laughs> discussing in depth <laughs> this month. Um, so let's talk about Halazia by 80s. Yes. Oh 80s my god. <laughs> the whole month of that. <laughs> truly. <laughs> Honestly, and especially because they were right at the end, so it was like yeah. a, a very long month and then they just appeared like Gandalf um, <laughs> in the battle uh, during the second movie uh, and just <laughs> saved us. Yes. Um, and I mean, it was especially exciting for me because this is my first actual full-on like Korean comeback. Ooh, as, as an 18 Yes. So that was really, really exciting. Um, and I am definitely not disappointed. Quite the oh, opposite. I am yeah. over the moon with it. It's Same. so good. It's oh. so good. Yeah. It is this once again 80s at their best. Yeah, but in a different way than yeah. usual. And there were even some surprises. I mean, Yosang's voice. Oh my god. <laughs> like, we Amazing. knew he has a beautiful low voice, but this is a whole new level. Yeah, I mean, I, I just got there. Like, I, I, I became a fan this year, and I'm already like, oh my god, <laughs> it's high time they use his voice properly. But like, yeah, honestly, yeah that's still not true. And he got so yeah. many lines, yeah, which is unusual. I saw a graph somewhere that someone did, and he's I don't remember. He's either sec second or third most mm. lines in this song, which is yeah. super rare. I mean, usually he's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, really, really cool. Did you notice that there's no Hong Chun giggle and no Mingi fix on? Oh my god, that's true. <laughs> I only saw like secondhand information about this, like why. Um, 
I saw someone on TikTok saying that Hong Chung said it doesn't mean anything. There was just no time in the song to do it. But mm. I couldn't find if or where he actually said that. So I don't know. Also, I mean, isn't there always time for a giggle? Yeah, I'm especially because it can be layered on top of the exactly. of something else. Yeah. And it usually kind of is, right? Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it does mean something. As I said, it's it's very 80s, but it's also very different. I love this whole atmosphere that they have going mm -hmm. on. And it's definitely a little more serious, I guess, and yeah. darker than usual. But I wouldn't say that's different for them, because they've had quite a few songs that were more serious and fun, like Wonderland and Say My Name. Yeah, but they're always... I don't know. They feel a little different. I feel like this is like on on the on one extreme of the fun to serious. Yeah, um, you could continuum. say that. Yeah, yeah. But I think that also matches with. It seems like their storyline is kind of reaching a peak in mm. the music video. So obviously, it needed like a, a really serious, dramatic song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's really great. I, I'm loving it. I'm really, <laughs> really here for that. Um, yeah. I love their. I mean, I, I've said in this podcast that I didn't like their sound. Um, I, I am a clown. I was yeah, so wrong. Um, yeah, like there's no excuse for that. I, you know, I can just accept my past mistakes. Yeah, and you made it, you made on. a full 180. Yeah. A 180s. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, totally. Um, but yeah, now I love their sound and it's really, really fun. It's really, really great. But this is a little different. It has that, but it's also a little different and that's great. Like, I, I don't know. I hope they keep going for that. I mean, it's cool too because, um, even with Gorilla, they had a, again, a very, 80s sound that also had something different so yeah. it's the like 2022 was the year for new new ideas and new like trials and yeah. i would say trial and error but there was no error so <laughs> just trial <laughs> true and the instrumental is so amazing and so oh dramatic like yeah. the organ and the tubular bells yeah oh, so good amazing uh, i feel like the organ and the Tubular Bells give it that whole pirate vibe, too, that they are going for, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it makes it so epic. Yeah, epic. The instrumental mm. really does their storyline and the music video justice. Yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I really, really especially love that you get the, the organ in the pre-chorus and then you get your songs really low notes yeah. and that really helps amp up the drama and intensity too. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, everyone's vocals are perfection. Yes, the bridge too. Yes. Oh, so oh my God. Beautiful. I really love when a fast song slows down in the bridge mm -hmm. and kind of has a ballad-ish bridge and then it yeah. goes hard again. I love that. Yeah, actually, that's one of the huge strengths of the song for me, that it really, it changes a lot throughout the mm -hmm. song, but it also always keeps that core 
tone and atmosphere and feel. I think it's mm. kind of a, a masterpiece, actually. Yes, um, yes. Especially because you get that slow kind of build up, like setting the scene, setting the vibe and slow build up in the verse. And then the pre-chorus is really intense and really, really nice and really dark. Um, and then you kind of get, it's not quite an anti-drop, but it's like a a delayed chorus, I guess. Because first you get the halazia repeated and it's so ominous. It's like kind of in a, in a horror movie when you expect something really big to happen and then there's just mm. nothing and you're like, oh, it's even worse. <laughs> it's kind of the same effect. It's like the calm before the storm or whatever. And then when you actually get to the chorus, it hits so good <laughs> because it's in double time and because you get this same note, like Jungho is just hitting the same high note over and over it's mm -hmm. kind of shocking or jolting you're like okay what's happening it's so <laughs> intense so good and you kind of have to pay attention it's so impactful mm. and in in the end it goes super hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> almost like wonderland ending yeah yeah i love that and then the dance break is like this on steroids. It's so cool. <laughs> <gasps> the first time I listened to the song and I got to the dance break, I kind of, I don't know, I just went crazy. It was amazing. <laughs> also, the choreography is obviously, yeah. as always, really great. My favorite part is the second time the Hala Hala Halasia comes, um, where Songhua is in the middle and the dancers in 80s are building a formation around him. Um, I will have to watch it again because okay. Well, watch the dance practice they did for their end of year stage where they performed it first because there you can see the formation best. It's mm. so cool. Yeah, I will definitely yeah. look at that again. And I mean the music video, oh. <laughs> so gorgeous. Yeah, like I said, it seems like the story storyline is really reaching like an epic peak, mm -hmm. one of the peaks probably, and the dystopian aesthetic that has already heavily been introduced in Gorilla is now at full bloom. Yeah. <laughs> And I love dystopia. I love the dystopian aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So this is amazing. And um, I love how in almost every shot they have a gold element. Yeah. Because, right, it's such a beautiful contrast to the bleak, gray, dystopian world. They always have gold in there. Yeah. And I mean, gold is kind of one of AT's main colors. So mm. this is amazing. I love yeah. that. <laughs> the guerrilla era was a lot more gray and a lot more... Um, now full on modern, I guess. Yeah, it was kind of a technological dystopia. Yeah, totally. And this is more like steampunk and also yes, pirate. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and there's such epic shots, like yeah. the, the shot of Uyong with the burning hat and the mm -hmm. destroyed city in the background, the smoking buildings, yeah, or sun pulling down that globe with the chains. <gasps> Yeah, that was like I, I'm not sure exactly what that means in the storyline, but just the visuals, amazing. I know. Also, your song in chains while singing at low voice. Yeah, the budget must have been pretty high. Yeah, and even like the the song, the production is so yeah. clear and so good. So I think they they only have one new song on this album, which thank God because. Poor guys, like, let them rest. Yeah. Uh, so thankfully, there's only one song. Uh, but they definitely um, 
went all out. Yeah, they yeah they had won and they were going to make it count, and they did, and it's amazing. So next we'll talk about RM's album Indigo. Yeah. Yeah. I knew from the get-go that RM's solo album would not be my favorite out of the BTS solos. Mm. So I wasn't that disappointed because <laughs> I kind of expected this. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, I think, him and Suga were the two that I was the most excited about. So this is a definitely a letdown for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, his style, because he has a very different rap style than Suga. And I prefer Suga's. Mm. It's not even just like his rap style. I really was expecting him to have one of the albums that I would enjoy the most mm. out of their solos. I really like especially his first mm. mixtape. And I can definitely hear his style in there that I like. But I just find it very, very hard to care about anything <laughs> on this album because it's very, very bland and boring yeah. to me, at least. I know a lot of people really like it, but... Yeah, I I can see the appeal if that is your style, but it's just not my style at all. Yeah. Well, but it is my style. Like, like there's really not much that I actively dislike in there, but there's also certainly not a lot that I actively like either. <laughs> it's yeah. really just... I, I just don't care basically i like the title song wildflower but mm. mostly because of eugene's part um it's funny because i don't like wildflower mainly because of her part oh really i really don't like her vocals at all in this song i don't really like the song but i think with a different um featured artist or I mean, i mean it's not her fault it's just i don't like the results like hmm. the the vocals i don't like the melodies i don't i you know i just don't like it for me it's quite the opposite because i like her part but i'm not the biggest fan of his flow in this song like it gets better in the second half but in the first half his rap parts are just kind of boring And there's not really a good flow. So as you know, I usually like when songs have like rap parts, but then also like a beautifully sung chorus. I like that usually. So it would mm -hmm. be a good recipe for me to like it. <laughs> but mm -hmm. for example, I much prefer his song with Yuna that they did in yeah. 2020. Because, well, both parts were better. Her part was better. Also, his flow was so much cooler. Yeah, it was definitely better. I do like his rap in this. Mm. I really just don't like the song part. But I have to say the music video is really gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it a little better for me when I, instead of just listening to it, watch it with the music video. Then mm. I get a bit more of a feeling for yeah, his rap parts. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I did add an, a second song from the album um, that is Lonely. It is because... Mm. Like I said, most of the album, not really my thing, but this is kind of my favorite B-side. Um, there's just something about it that I like. Uh, I like the way mm -hmm. the song is built, the chorus is cool, and the whole um, I'm fucking lonely part is kind of, it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that compared <laughs> yeah. to other songs that just are not, there's nothing interesting to them, to me, mm. but this one is one of the few or the only one that has something that interests me so yeah yeah i think it's also my favorite 
it's nice and while I'm listening I like it but I'm never ever like seeking it out I'm I'm Same. never thinking hmm, Same. you know what I really want to <laughs> listen to yeah. Lonely by Arms Same. Oh, yeah and it's it's never it hasn't been stuck in my mind even a single time no. this whole time it, it's been out never but while it's playing I like it. It's nice, but then yeah. I forget about it right away. I'm like this whole album. I will forget <laughs> about it in like a second. <laughs> Mostly, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Too bad. Too bad. Let's move on to better things. Yes, especially because <laughs> the next one yeah. is a better thing. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is "Girl in the Mirror" by Hong Jin Young and Frawley. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really know if you can still say that Hong Jin Young is still a trot singer, but whatever she's doing, <laughs> I am loving it. This Same. is really cool. It's so good. My brain gave me very specific references when I listened to it for the first time. <laughs> so the verses, because well, first of all, I love it. So everything I'm going to say is meant in a positive mm. way. <laughs> mm -hmm. The verses give me Alexander Ribak. Do you know who he is? No. Uh, Norway's Eurovision winner of 2009. Oh, yeah, I don't really watch Eurovision, so oh, okay. I don't... Um, like, both the melody and the way she pronounces things, just immediately mm. I thought of him. And then the first part of the chorus gives me G-Friends Mago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? And then there's a small part in the second part of the chorus that gives me Abba. So mm. what's not to love about all of that, right? <laughs> yeah. Why did you have to say in the beginning that this was meant in a positive way? Obviously, this is... I mean, I don't know the Eurovision person, but He's other really than good. that, that sounds pretty great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I love it. So fun. Yeah. I really, really like it because it's it's very simple. Sometimes I feel like, especially in K-pop, they try to do way too much yeah but sometimes you just end up with a mushy song that's just too full of everything and mm. changing up every 10 seconds and there's vocals all the time everywhere <laughs> that you True. know like the mix is way too full and then you can't really remember it and sing it in your yeah. head yeah yeah exactly so this is the the opposite it's so simple and so memorable and so nice also Is this a gay anthem? Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's ostensibly about self-love. Mm, I didn't actually listen to the lyrics that closely. So I mean, girl in the mirror, but because it, it's just like, oh, she's so beautiful. She's so confident. Oh. She's exactly the girl I want to be. She's amazing in every possible way. She's the girl, the girl in the mirror. So I guess it's like they're singing about this girl but actually it's them in the mirror so mm. it's a self-confidence yeah. song i guess so i mean like self-confidence anthem i am here for it but also because it's it's like the lyrics are in she the whole time it's really just like they're talking about a girl they're like in love with or really like yeah it's kind of ambiguous in a way Yeah. Until you get to the mirror part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, but honestly, wouldn't that be a very good way to have a very gay song 
out in the open in a very homophobic country. True, yeah. Whether it's self-love or gay love, <laughs> or both, <laughs> or whatever, the song is great, the message is great, and I mean, obviously you can also always interpret the songs however you feel like, so... Um, but either way, I really like the song. I think it's a, a really, really good one. Yes, definitely a highlight in a bleak month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talking about bleak month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have Shinra WDJ's mini album, Come to Life. Yeah. Um, I think this is Shinra's first subunit, right? I think so. 24 years after WDJ mm. got their first subunit, so... Good for them. Yeah, That's good cool. for them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice to have a first-gen group on our list again, for yeah, sure. Definitely. Obviously, they debuted before we got into K-pop, but they did have an amazing comeback in 2012 that you both loved, mm -hmm. right? Venus, that was so good. And they even had more than that. Like, they had yeah, a few yeah. really great songs. That was a good phase Yeah, for them. exactly, yeah. yeah. It's pretty amazing that after 24 years, they still got all the original members. No one left. Mm -hmm. Although one of them got into that drunk driving incident yeah. lately, so maybe we'll see. <laughs> yep. But he's not in that subunit, so... Weirdly enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's get to the music. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the title song, Flash, um, which didn't flash us, so... No. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I don't think it's a terribly bad song or anything. I think no. it's, it's fine. It's just that we kind of set ourselves up for failure when we were thinking about <laughs> this love and Venus and hoping that they would do something like this because this is not quite as fun and exciting as no. these songs are. They kind of got onto the boring 2020s songs bandwagon. Yeah, because I mean... <laughs> If you say it in a more positive way, it's a nice, <laughs> simmering, understated and kind of sensual song, which on yeah. paper sounds nice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a bad song. Yeah, no, it, it does sound nice. It's just not very exciting. Yeah, it's not bad. It has kind of a nice vibe, but mm -hmm. sadly, it's quite forgettable. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like maybe... In a different month, it would have been different, but there's a lot of very understated and boring songs. So it's it's just yeah. kind of blending into the rest of this yeah. month. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I will say, even with all of that, um, I do like one thing that they did. In the verses, there's a quasi-reggae vibe. Because oh. it's weird, because the guitar doesn't hit on the downbeat like it would in reggae, but mm. at least to me, it still has that vibe slightly. Um, and I, I think that's that's cool. That's a little different, a little more unique. Uh, it doesn't really save the song or make it extra interesting overall, mm. but it's a nice touch. I like it. Mm. I really like to be side tomorrow. Uh, you probably don't, right? Nope. It's not your style. <laughs> My only note is nope. 
<laughs> exactly, that's what I thought. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, the verse is pretty basic, like it's a pretty basic ballad verse, but then the chorus is so amazing, exactly my style. The beat sets in and it's already amazing, but then it gets even better with the long tomorrow and ah, so good. <laughs> I mean, is it top 10 of the year? No, mm. but in this month, this was one of the songs that gave me a little, <laughs> a little hope. Well, good for you. <laughs> so let's move on to Do Me Right by Gemini. Yes. Sh- should I go first? Cause... Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I was wondering how you feel about that song. Um, Not great. It's, <laughs> no, it's very basic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way this song stands out is by the fuck you, fuck you at the end, <laughs> which to me is a cheap and desperate attempt to stand out when the song is basic and boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, there are two different parts of the song which is usually cool but to me in this case it just feels like he had this really boring basic song and then he was like huh how could i make this stand out in the sauce of all the other songs and he's like you know what let's just add a few fuck yous and then yeah. that's Drug it the so yeah mm. so that'll get people's attention and i guess yeah. it did but not mine <laughs> actually it didn't get my attention because i didn't even notice so no no what i mean (laughs) well when i get there in the song i might be like the next time i might be like oh yeah but i really can't say that i think about that when i think about the song at all really because i was just before um like a few hours ago i was listening to everything again Mm -hmm. and this song came on and i didn't even fuck you song (laughs) yes really (laughs) like like, no because like the thing is it came on and I kind of drifted off. I didn't even realize mm. that this song was playing. And only when the fuck you came out, I was like, oh, oh, it's that song. <laughs> Wait, but I have to find it. Where is it? It's in the last third. Oh, that when it changes and it becomes, yeah. oh yeah, I don't like that at all. I never play that. <laughs> oh, Whenever <see? laughs> I listen to that song, I just stop when the, the first part, like the first two okay. thirds. Um, then I get why you don't remember the fuck you part <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't even notice i do it it's just i literally it's gonna sound weird but honestly i kind of discovered that part of the song a few days ago <laughs> i am pretty sure the rest of the time whenever i got to that i just hit next without even <laughs> noticing it because it's so n- not interesting or Maybe I just listened to it, but I don't even remember it. It's also possible. <laughs> That's what the first part is for me. I don't remember it. Yeah. It doesn't well, even, my brain doesn't even register it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, it definitely was a risk with this one. Um, because I, I would kind of describe it in the same way as Flash by Xinhua, which is simmering, understated, and kind of sensual. Except here, for me, it really works and I really like it. I also wouldn't say it's top 10 for the year. Definitely not. But it's really nice. I really like the guitar counter melody. And there's kind of a fun effect on the percussions. Um, And overall, I feel like the the production is both really hazy and very 
um, snappy at the same time, mm-hmm. which is okay. cool. You know, I, I, I like that. And to me, it because it's so hazy and floaty, and because that guitar melody repeats and it's very cyclical in general, the whole song or mm. the 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 first part of the song. Let's not even discuss the rest. Um, it feels really hypnotizing, mm. um, and I like that. It's really sultry and nice. Um, I really enjoy it. Okay, good for you. <laughs> Next up, we have Super Junior's album "The Road Celebration." Yeah, and especially celebrate yes, um, song. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about this, but I love it. Yeah, me too. I I really like it. Definitely the award for the best Christmas song this year. Yes, <laughs> I think the celebrate part is the least interesting, but the rest mm. of the song is so good. Yeah, they could have removed it. Yeah, I feel like it, it's only there because it's the title, and so it has to be repeated. <laughs> um, but it's not a very interesting melody. It sounds very wishy washy. Yeah. Um, but the rest is brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, eighties vibe. Yes, <laughs> and it's quite the feat to have a song that is both a great Christmas song and has that eighties vibe. That is yeah. really nice. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a perfect mixture. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound very Christmassy. No, but it's there. <laughs> yeah. And the melody is really pretty, too. Yeah. It's it's like, it's one of those songs, we've said that before, that is both melancholic but positive. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, it's very, very emotional, yeah. but it's not cheesy either. Yeah. It's very, it's, it, I don't know, it's it calming. kind of rings true. Yeah. yeah, very calming, very emotional. Um, and I really, really like, I think um, they did something really nice, especially for a Christmas song, where you go from one part that sounds very comforting and nice to something a little more surprising. Because, um, you you know, the, the verse is really like nice and flows nicely it's easy to listen to and then the pre-chorus is a little more tense and a little more not sad but a little more serious Mm. so you get more of that tension and then when you get to the chorus it's the perfect development from the verse it's very similar but just different enough to have more of a more of an impact for the chorus but because it's so close to the verses it sounds really comforting and i really like that in a christmas song because it that's how it's supposed to make you feel yeah so i thought that was really cool and the song has these little surprises where suddenly you expect something and something else happens and so it kind of keeps you on your toes but also keeps you calm and happy and emotional the whole way through so i think that's a really solid release for christmas and especially because this year the christmas songs weren't that great i know sadly yeah but they even delivered a second great christmas song on this mini album and i think we will disagree really okay the, the song is hate christmas Mm. I love it so much. It was an instant addition to my Christmas playlists. Mm. I'm surprised that we disagree because from our Christmas... I mean, I like it. Okay. I like it. Okay. Then what do we disagree on? <laughs> it's just that for me, the other really great song on the album isn't this one. Oh, but the other but is it... not an original, so... Oh. It's a cover. Really? Yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about that afterwards. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Hate Christmas. Um, I mean, there's everything a Christmas song needs, right? There's sleigh bells throughout the whole song. And it, it, it has a fun beat, beautiful chorus. And the lyrics are great too, like similar to some songs we discussed on our Christmas episode. Mm. Like it's about being lonely and disliking Christmas because it seems like everyone has someone for Christmas, everyone has a lover and you don't. But at the same time, it's upbeat and fun and oh, it's so good. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I think this is a really cute song. It's a really cute Christmas song. It does definitely feel very Christmassy um, compared to Celebrate. Um, I guess it just doesn't feel quite as polished or as good as Celebrate. Mm. But it's still, you know, I, it's, it's I, I, a, I like it. It's a it's tad nice. more basic, that's true. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> more generic. But, I mean, for, for sure. Christmas songs, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, you know what, that makes sense. I, I, yeah, agreed. So let's move on to White Love, which I didn't know that was a cover. Who sang the original um, song? As far as I know, Turbo in 1998. Who... 80s also did a cover of it on their season songs, but I hate their cover. <laughs> I, 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 Wait, it's sad saying it, but it's 80s cover of White Love is my least favorite 80s song ever. Wait, <laughs> wait, oh my god, right? yes, of course, oh my god, I didn't, I mean, I don't dislike it as much as you do, but I wouldn't say it's one of my mm. favorites so i never really listened to it so i definitely did not recognize it but i i do also think that super junior's version is probably the, my favorite version i've ever heard i will definitely check out the original and or other versions but <laughs> i love this yeah. one obviously the original being from 98 it's mm. gonna sound very dated <laughs> but yeah. they really took it to a whole new level and like Eightified it and yeah. uh, made it very, very Christmassy, and it's so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I especially really, really like the production on this yeah. track. So I guess listening to the original will probably be uh, quite the experience for me. Yes, and their voices fit the song so well, especially Dong Hae's to that to me. Mm. His voice is perfect for this. Yeah. And the key change. Oh my god. Amazing! <laughs> Especially with the fake-out first. Yes. That's amazing. I checked the original before just to see if the key change is in the original too. And it is, but it's way less noticeable because they changed it before they started singing again. Mm. So it you, you, you notice it, but it's not as cool because Super Junior yeah. start in like the line in the old key and then repeat it in the yeah. new key. And that is so cool. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Like, I'm ascending. I love it so much. Yeah, it's just like the whole song is so, so exciting and so fun. It's really, really great. And also, it's funny that it's a cover from an entirely other group because I was just thinking that it was kind of the spiritual successor to White Christmas, which we discussed in yeah. the Christmas episode. It does sound like old Super Junior. Yeah, and... It's also that really uh, fast, fun, exciting Christmas song that doesn't sound super Christmassy, but also works. Um, the difference is that 
White Christmas was definitely more... Well, first of all, White Love and White Christmas. Um, And the only big difference is that White Christmas was way more of a rock-inspired instrumental, Mm. whereas this is fully electronic. Yeah. But it's kind of similar to Celebrate too. Just way faster. Yeah, but they also added the 80s stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I mean, I at least these three songs are, are very... They make sense together on the yeah. album. I, I like. like the whole album. Like I liked every single mm. song. Um, yeah. Not of, of course, there's always a favorite and the least favorite, but I like them all in general. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, Super Junior rarely make bad music like you can bet that on every single album there's just at least a few bangers <laughs> so, yeah. yeah which is really impressive because yeah. they've been <laughs> they've been around for a while yeah. and they are just not failing and they have amazing vocals that turn almost everything yeah. into gold so <laughs> yeah uh, next we have ditto by new jeans yeah um yeah okay so that tells me everything i need to know um Everyone seems to love this song. I don't, don't get it. I know. But honestly, that's also how it was their first mini album. And we were like, what is going on? And then we started to... L- I wasn't. Gro- I liked it. You did? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then it was just me. <laughs> but I did grow to like it afterwards. So yeah. I have hope that I will grow to like this too. But I don't see how. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just not feeling it. N- yeah, me neither. I simply do not get it. No. <laughs> don't o- get it. The only good thing I can say about it is that it is different and unique. I'll give them that. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they do have a very recognizable sound and also mm. recognizable voices, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's just weird to my ears, this song, and it's it's just not something I can enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, for once we a hundred percent agree. Like it's exactly <laughs> what I wrote down because it's very empty. Yeah, and I can see that it's not a bad song. That they're definitely taking a risk, doing something yeah. different from everyone else, and that's cool. I can appreciate that. But this song just just doesn't speak to me which is fine like you know but i don't understand how everyone seems to love it because i know i feel like it should be way more polarizing than it is maybe just no one dares to say they don't like it because they are so hyped i don't know honestly i did (laughs) think that (laughs) um i think it's possible but even if people are entirely genuine in their reactions the fact that they're all having this reaction i was thinking maybe that you know sometimes when you really want to love some something you yeah. do so maybe that's it i don't know uh i'm happy for everyone who's enjoying the song i wish i could enjoy it too <laughs> but yeah not really yeah. yeah was this the shortest we've ever discussed the song <laughs> M- maybe maybe <laughs> So let's move on to Sean's mini album Omnibus Part 2 Inside Out. <laughs> mm. um, I really love the whole mini album. Yeah, it's really nice. Right? It's just a vibe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's music that makes you just feel good. I don't know. Um, yeah. Shooting Star, the title song, 
is another one of those songs that is both melancholic and positive, I feel mm-hmm. like. It's very calming and airy in a way, very mm-hmm. light despite the intense beat. And um, the melody of the chorus is not the most interesting, but it's his voice and the instrumental and the verses that do it for me. Yeah. I actually quite like the chorus and mm. I think it's kind of similar to um, Girl in the Mirror. For me, that it's very simple, but I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I guess especially in a year... I mean, well, it's, it's been a, a trend for a while in K-pop to have really busy songs overall. So yeah. I always kind of enjoy when an artist or a group is able to have something a little more stripped down and a little more simple. And I, I, I feel like in this case, it also makes it more catchy because you can just focus on the on the melody and it will stay with you longer that way. Um, yeah. I also really like the the way it's mixed here. I feel like it's very, it's just really well balanced, really full, and really really nice to listen to. And this is also a comment on the whole album. I think the mixing on the whole album is really really great. Oh. Um, I really like his falsetto in the chorus. I think yeah. he sounds really sweet and soft, and it's perfect for this song. Um, Yeah, this is exactly the kind of nice, chill, soft rock that I really enjoy. And Mm. yeah, and a very nice surprise. Yeah, definitely. And to me, the second song, Monsters, is very similar in that way. It has a similar vibe to me in the way that it just makes you feel content and like everything is okay with the world. Mm. It just makes me happy in a calm way. So I really like it too. Yeah, I like it a little less. I can appreciate the melodies and um, I don't think it's a bad song or anything. But to me, it sounds a little more generic and it sounds like basically like a song that any Western artist could have made. I almost wrote that down. Yes, it sounds very West. Well, I mean, a lot of K-pop sounds Western, obviously, but this one especially sounds like just a typical singer-songwriter song from a Western artist. Yeah, exactly. And I, there's a reason why I don't really like Western pop at the moment. Like in general, Mm -hmm. I do, but the Western pop of the past few years up to now, I've. I don't know, it just bores me. I don't really like <laughs> the sounds that they go for. And I think this is mostly due to the synth patch that they used. Because mm. I feel like that's a sound I hear in Western pop a lot. And I don't really like it. But the apart from that uh, synth, I think it's it's a nice song. It's just I have a harder time getting into it because I don't mm. really like the vibe and the sounds as much. Mm. Um... But my favorite song of the mini album is the third one, Swan Song. Mm. Um, it is different. <laughs> it is a more rock, very heavy guitars. Mm. Uh, so good. Beautiful melody and the guitars really go hard. <laughs> yeah, like surprisingly hard yeah. for the album that it's yeah. in. <laughs> I love how hard they go. That mm. is not just a soft rock instrumental. Yeah. Um, but then the second chorus, it's only him and an acoustic guitar. Um, and then it goes back to... The hard guitar comes back in, but only for a few chords. Until 
after the chorus they come in fully again and mm-hmm. then the guitar solo is basically just repeating the chorus it's so good i mm. this is exactly the kind of rock that i love so mm. again i don't like it quite as much as you do i really love the guitars heavy right. guitars yeah so for good. sure that's exactly what i like the only problem for me is it doesn't completely match with the um, overall song and his voice, I feel that's like... That's what makes it better, like the contrast. Yeah, I get that. I just, it doesn't completely work for me, but it's still nice. And I also really noticed like the the mixing here. It sounds really yeah. great too. Again, very full and very balanced. So I really enjoy that. Um, I still prefer Shooting Star, but I, I enjoy this one. Yeah, but like you said, like the whole mini album was a great surprise i wasn't really paying attention to him that much before Mm. um and after i liked this mini album i went to his discography um for a little bit and i also listened to omnibus part one Mm. (laughs) and i really liked it too so i need to keep my eye or ear on him yeah i don't listen to him very actively but i feel like i've been aware of him for most of his career and he usually has songs that I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty nice. Like, it's nothing crazy, but I I, I like his style, so that was a a nice one too. I was basically only aware of his name, but I never really listened to him, so yeah. Nice discovery. Hmm. Okay, so next we have Dreamland by Seed. And I'm, I'm just gonna say the very, very little that I have to say about it. Um, I don't think it's very interesting. It's a, yeah. It sounds a little generic to me, but it's pleasant. Yes. I'm not going to remember it, but it's like it's not offensively bad or anything. It's just pleasant, <laughs> but that's it. I basically agree, but the reason I wanted to talk about them is a different one. <laughs> mm. um, so this is their debut song, and the reason I want to talk about it is their age. Oh. Because... They caused quite a buzz online because they are all above the age of 26 and they just debuted. Oh, I was scared. <laughs> I, I thought it would be a new jeans situation. It, it went the opposite way of what you thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Magne is 26 and the oldest member is 30. And he's mm. even older than me because he was born in March. Yes. <laughs> 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 so obviously that is very unusual for a company yeah. um, to debut members over well, over 20, really. <laughs> or yeah. Over, yeah, I mean, as we know, most of the times they're not even adults when they mm. debut. And lately, there has been a lot of very young idols, like 14-year-olds debuting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this was a nice change. And um, a lot of older fans were especially excited because it's nice to have new people in the industry and new people you can stand that are actually of an age that you can stand. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I agree the song is pretty okay. Like, it's not a bad song, but it doesn't really stand out in the mass yeah. of the thousands of boy group songs. <laughs> but it's not bad. But I, I'm really interested where they will go with their career if they can, like, use that unique uniqueness <laughs> that um niche that they now have of like being this older rookies um i think if they do it the right way this could work for them so it'll be interesting to see 
Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to hear more from them. Hopefully something a little more exciting. Yes, a little more unique and special. Yeah. And next up, we have Scent of You by End Team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cool. Yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Another, another banger from End Team. They're really yeah. off to a great start. Mm -hmm, definitely. So the thing that really jumped out at me was that it instantly made me think about Growl. Yes, me yeah, too. Yeah, right. Immediately, first, first yes. few beats, I was like, Growl by Exo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and every single time I've played it since, I'm like, yes. Growl. I know. It feels like a, a really cool like tribute to yeah. EXO as an iconic group and Growl yeah. as a as an iconic yeah. song. Yeah, because it's not like copying it, but it just has that like it's something about the rhythm and the dance and the general vibe that just it's like Growl but more electronic. Yeah, it has that cool, laid back but kind of peppy R and B vibe. It's yeah. kind of hard to describe, and also that looping melody. Yeah, uh, in the back, which is also I mean not the same melody, but that's also a big feature in in growl. Yeah, um, yeah, like the the general vibe, the general structure, and everything is really similar, and that's really cool because I I really don't mean that in a. Uh, oh, they're plagiarizing. It really yeah, just same. feels like a, a tribute. Yeah. But do other people say that about it? I haven't or? seen anyone say it, but to be honest, I wasn't really in that space, I guess. I mean, yeah, I was sick, so I wasn't really... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen anyone, but I bet if we both immediately thought of that, yeah. I bet other people did too. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it would be hard not to yeah, think about it. Yeah, if you know EXO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think... I mean, apart from the song, the music video also reminded me yeah. both of Growl and also of Overdose. Yeah, same. <laughs> Sorry. Right? <laughs> I mean, it feels like there's a, a really big EXO um, inspiration for, yes, for this song. Yes, but in a very respectful and original way. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. not at all. It, it didn't bother me, and I'm, I wasn't like, oh, that's weird. But there's <laughs> a lot of little things that I was like, oh yeah, they're doing an EXO. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's cool to see. Because um, even the set is kind of similar to Overdose, because it's like a box set that lights up in colors. Yeah, it's like a rainbow version of Overdose. Yeah. <laughs> And the styling, it's not the same as Growl, but they're kind of putting the same spin on the varsity jackets and everything yeah, that yeah. EXO did with the school uniforms, I guess. Mm. And it's also a school thing. Um, they're also doing a semi one take. I mean, semi one take yeah. makes no sense. That's just a, not a one take. If there's more than one take, that's not a one take. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean. Like there's yeah, a parts fake where they yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and growl is known to be like the one take yeah. video. And it does make sense to go that way for them because they have a lot of like I think they have three professional dancers in the group so mm. it does make sense to go that dance heavy um, yeah. route that obviously Growl is also known for yeah definitely but yeah that was a really really nice really cool idea and I think they as you said they did it very respectfully yeah just 
took this idea and made it their own. Yeah, exactly. So next is I Don't Wanna Be Your Dog by City Go Duck. Should I go first? Because I don't have a lot to say. Yeah, I expected that. <laughs> so I will say I see the appeal if that is the kind of rock you're into. And I know you are. <laughs> um, but it's not really my style, as I'm sure you're yeah. aware. Uh, yeah, so to me, it's just a bunch of noise, basically. But I see how if that is your style, it's a good song. <laughs> are you sure sound very unsure <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i love it because it's like somewhere between punk classic rock and grunge mm. and this is exactly um again very unsurprisingly right up my alley i love it it's another really fun unhinged a song that's very noisy but i love that <laughs> see <laughs> no i totally agree like that's very accurate <laughs> yeah and unhinged is a good way to describe it <laughs> yes i like unhinged music i think everyone knows that yes. at this point <laughs> uh, also i <laughs> i don't think it's possible to if you like rock and you know like classic rock mm. i don't think it's possible to Listen to this song and nothing about I Want to Be Your Dog by The Stooges. Oh. I didn't make that connection, but yeah, now it's obvious. I actually love I Want to Be Your Dog. And I feel like it kind of... They they don't sound exactly the same, but they're, they both have that classic rock sound, obviously, because <laughs> Stooges. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, actually, I think I Don't Wanna Be Your Dog is a little more my style even, which feels Ooh. blasphemous to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Also, who doesn't like a post-chorus guitar solo? True. And I guess since I've been talking about the mixing in other songs, I really like it too, because it's really like, it feels like really dirty and it's kind of like drowning in reverb it's really messy but in a great way in a like it, it's just very rock and roll yeah. um the everything about this song is really rock and roll and i love it yeah okay good um so last but not least we have wavy's album phantom yeah yes <laughs> yeah um uh, well <laughs> <laughs> I'm first of all I'm so happy Wavy are finally back because yes. it's been almost two years. Their last comeback was in March twenty one. Yeah, we I feel like we talked about that a couple months ago. Yeah. And even after that we still had to wait a little bit. So yeah. <laughs> definitely it's a good thing that they're back. And I'm also really happy that they're back with their core sound because their last comeback, Kickback, the verses were very wavy, but the chorus sounded more like NCT 127. So this is 100% wavy again, and they have such a distinct sound that I'm really glad is back because it's been missing in the industry. <laughs> mm. uh, I can't really define their sound, but it's like, it's very distinct. It's like smooth, cunty, central, mysterious. <laughs> That's wavy. And usually with a little bit of, maybe not like a full orchestra, but kind of orchestral quality. Yeah. 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 It is very unique. That's yes. for sure. So the title song, Phantom. You're not the biggest fan, right? No. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> 
um, I do agree that the wavy flavor is there somewhere yeah. deep down. But <laughs> mostly I find it really bland and generic. It's like, really? yeah, it's like your typical um, dark or slightly dark boy group music with the wavy flavor on top. Um, <laughs> but I just, yeah. I, I, again, can bring myself to care about this song at all. Okay. I really like it. I mean, it's not my favorite wavy song ever, but that's mostly because they have some amazing songs. Um, mm. But for me, it is, this is really not just a wavy flavor, but like this is core wavy to me. Um, I also felt like the more I listen to it, the better it gets. It just gets really addicting. I, I really like it. It's exactly that smooth, slightly mysterious, wavy style. Mm. And they also did an English version for their comeback stage. Mm. Uh, it's not on the album, but um, maybe it'll be on a repackaged version or something. Mm. That's also yeah. really nice. You should check that out. It's really cool. Yeah, I will. And yeah, of course, I miss Lucas. And I'm worried if he'll ever be back because at this point, it doesn't look like it. But what I did like is that because of Lucas not being there, Ten seems to have gotten center. Mm. And I love that for him because yeah. he is one of the most, in my opinion, one of the most talented and artistic individuals in the industry. So mm. he's seriously underrated. And I love that he got to shine in this comeback. Yeah, that's true. He definitely did. Yeah. Also, Henry looks so good. <laughs> this is the best hairstyle he's ever had. I was like, ooh. Is that the same guy? I am calmly accepting. <laughs> well, because sometimes, sometimes they give him really weird hair that makes him look weird, but this mm. haircut is just perfect. I don't think I noticed either way, <laughs> but I'm happy for you. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know Wavy that well. I know well, their music because they have really great music, but I, I'm not very familiar with the group or with the, um, the members, except for Lucas, which, you know... <laughs> You're still waiting for my PowerPoint, right? <laughs> yes. And I know yeah. Tan because in he's in Super M, but I... Other than that, I'm not really familiar with them. Mm. They are, well, they were the first NCT group that I liked. So mm. before I even got into 127. Yeah, I mean, they they really do have some outstandingly good songs. Mm. Yes. So we added this, or I did, you did? You did? No, no, I definitely didn't. You did? No. Diamonds Look only? At Look at the playlist. <laughs> it's your name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, uh, yes, I added it for you. Thank you. Because <laughs> I added the the two songs that were kind of like mo most prominent on the yeah. comeback. I was like, yeah, I'm, I don't like them, but maybe she will. <laughs> I do. It's that song that perfectly combines Vocal King's R&B wavy and Crisp and Conti wavy. So it's a really perfect mix of like their two sides that they have to them. And it's so good. It's so wavy. It's so addicting. I love it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, finish here. <laughs> no, yeah, go ahead. I guess. Um, okay. th this comeback was not for me. I'm very happy they're back. I'm very happy that people and you are enjoying it, but it's just not true. That's fine, okay. though. 
Alright, let's get to the three word section. Yes. Okay, so let's start off with Black Eye by Vernon. I have the beep. Why? And I have what the f***? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Next we have Graduation by NCT Dream. Candy was better. <laughs> I have Hedgehog Vocal King. Um, then we have Gift for You by Way. I have cr Christmas Beverage Chill. I'm trying to decipher. I know. <laughs> 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 you know what? I, I wrote it down. I was like, does it make no? Does it makes sense to me. That's all that matters. Yeah, Christmas I mean, no, day. but I even though, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, I I see the you know the intention. intention. I, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> um, I and mine are acceptable Christmas song. Hmm. Then we have called by Corbin. I am bored. I have Sean Mendes ballad. Next, we have Snow Prince by Mireille. I have Christmas trees galore. I have unacceptable Christmas song. <laughs> well, I don't really see a difference between the two, but okay. <laughs> well, the one is acceptable and the other isn't. <laughs> um, next, we have Blue Flower by Leah from Itzy. Um, only a soundtrack. I have weeping, crying, sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, but only when it's a soundtrack. Yeah, because we do have the um, association of... We make the association of Alchemy of Souls when we listen to it. Yeah. Then we have Utopia by Forestella. I have Figaro on drugs. And I have weird but epic. <laughs> okay. And finally, I, I would say last but not least, but <laughs> last and least, <laughs> yes, just last. Uh, Chase by Minnow. I have why Minnow why, and I have I am bored <laughs> again. They didn't make any efforts, so I'm not either. <laughs> that makes sense, you know. I respect that. Yeah, keep them the yeah. same energy as they give you. Yeah, I respect that. Which is not not at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, highlights of the month. Um, I feel like they're gonna be very similar. Yes, and also very few, because usually we... I mean, not usually, but at first, before we switched to five, we kind of fought for more. Um, I don't need five this month. I only oh. have three. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah, because there are other songs that aren't in my highlights that I like, but I wouldn't wouldn't say they're highlight-worthy. Okay. Although I am kind of... You know what? Maybe four. Four. Okay, go ahead. Uh, first, uh, obviously, Halazia by 80s. Yes. Um, I Don't Wanna Be Your Dog. Okay. Uh, Girl in the Mirror by Hong Jin Young and Frawley. And <laughs> finally, Celebrate by Super Junior. Yes. Okay. Mine are <laughs> Halazia by 80s. No way! <laughs> Girl in the Mirror by Hong Jin Young and Frawley. Celebrate by Super Junior. Scent of You by End Team. And Phantom by Wavy. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> and what can we look forward to in January? Well, 
Um, <laughs> it's it's that weird time where some of these have happened already. Yeah. Uh, but more new genes. Yes. Um, the first Vic song yeah. in years. <laughs> yes. Um, got the beat. Monster X. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Got the beat. Yes. <laughs> the beat. Um, I mean. I am, as I said, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, got the beat. It's kind of like my my year. It can only go up from here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I would be weirdly entertained if they managed to do something worse. <laughs> True. So, yeah. And yeah, like you said, Monster X and yeah. uh, Yena is also coming back. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. and. Tomorrow by Together. Yes, that's yes, exciting. exciting. I don't know if we are excited about it or not. I think I am. Um, SF9 are having a comeback. Yeah, yeah kind of. They have cool songs. Yeah. Kind of hit or miss, but... Yes, definitely. You know. <laughs> and I just saw before that NCT 127 are also coming back. Yeah, they are coming back with a repackaged re version. Yeah. Yeah. Two Baddies was what it was but the rest of the album was really great so yes. if they managed to add a better title song and <laughs> one or two other really amazing b-sides i'll be very happy yeah all right thank you everyone for listening again and we hope you had a great start into the year and that you will join us again next time. Yes, especially because the next episode is our end of year wrap up. Yes. So that's a really, really <laughs> exciting one. We're working hard for this one. Yes. And as always, don't forget to rate the podcast if you like it and don't if you don't. <laughs> uh, and follow us at Keep Opinions Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. Talk to you very soon. And have a good one. Bye. Bye.